So there was a post on my Reddit that isn't going to make it into the Reddit recap, but I happened to see it. In light of a recent ramble, and in spite of Matter himself, me every time. Me looking angry at my all stun jumps thumbnail, and me smiling at the thumbnail removed. This is like a tool you ha you can use. Uh, it's like an extension that removes the thumbnails. And I, I guess this little button here is you turn back on the thumbnail if you want to. I'm not sure. I think like the community of people who use the extension can pick a thumbnail for the video if they want to, like from a still from the video. I'm not sure. It's not something I'm particularly interested in, but I have heard of this existing. If you want to use that, feel free. What was interesting to me though was this comment down here. I don't think rambles are bad, not by a long shot. I still watch them, but as someone who's been watching Matt since mid-2020, there was something about the older rambles that I really liked. Perhaps it's nostalgia to a small degree, but back in the day, I loved watching the rambles. Matt would often talk about the most random topics, but they were interesting. His views and insight in regards to things like philosophy, psychology, and politics were some of the most interesting things I've heard, especially since I love those first two topics. I think part of the reason for the shift in rambles would be that he's not doing it while playing GT5 anymore. Back in the day, when Matt was speedrunning or doing Oko, whenever he was at the boring sections, he'd say whatever was on his mind, or someone would say something in chat and he'd respond to it. He was quite literally rambling while playing the game and it was really interesting. But now there's something he does on the regular in that he finds a Twitter post. Does anyone else feel like Rambles is semi-fueled by Twitter at this point or something? And talks about it. Hence why the, this person mentions that I often talk about whatever's popular right now. In the end, I still like the Rambles. They're certainly far better than the 98th generic commentary channel talking about the latest meaningless internet drama that they couldn't give two craps about. But the series does feel a lot different now, especially in comparison to the Rambles from a couple of years ago. Less authentic, I guess. Don't know if that's the right word. So there is a lot that I could say in response to this topic. I'm mean, obviously correct. It is very different than when I was just playing GTA 5 and talking about anything and everything. There have been many re reasons why I've had like a shift in regards to how I make my content, but also my like my own minds in regards to these topics. On one hand, I question how ethical you could say my old kind of rambles were, where while I would be upfront about my, my level of confidence about certain things. I, I would try my best not to speak about topics that I didn't know anything about. But obviously in the moment, I wasn't like doing research or something. I couldn't actually look up and confirm facts while I was doing the speedrun. So there was a higher likelihood that I might mislead people inadvertently. By doing rambles as I'm doing them now, if I plan to speak about something and I'm uncertain about something or want to confirm something, I confirm beforehand and then do my rambles. I, I find that it's just safer this way in regards to not potentially misinforming people. Not that I think I did a bad job back in the day, but you can obviously see how having more preparedness would benefit me in this regard. Secondly, being a larger content creator and the, the world being more polarized, you can see that in actual metrics that people have a worse opinion of, of, of opposing political viewpoints and what have you than ever before, da da da. In this kind of landscape, a lack of conformity of a person's perspective with other people's is I think met with more resistance than it was before. If I say something that may go against the norm, there's a higher likelihood that I can suffer for that. Either in that viewers will leave because they don't like what I'm saying, or especially because I'm larger content, something can now be taken out of context without any caveats, explanations or whatever, and put on Twitter and that can negatively impact me. Like I'm, I'm not deluded. I, I do recognize that Twitter is just a small aspect of the internet, you have enough of these events happen and it can impact how people perceive you, which is not good for business or my mental health, right? So there's that. It's a matter of ethics, a matter of liability, but there's also, I'm less passionate about these topics than I used to be in the past. Explaining fully would take far too long, I think, and I'm not even sure I'm comfortable having that conversation. But to some degree, I question how valuable pursuing the truth of reality is. What I mean by this is, 
It is clear in the world that we live in, and I guess throughout all of history, that people have lived entirely comfortable lives believing things that are entirely false. You've got people who disagree about literally everything. Well, everything of any substance. They probably both agree that the Earth exists, for example, but whatever. But they can both lead perfectly happy, healthy lives. You can find people who are experts in, say, philosophy. It isn't like being an expert in philosophy will necessarily lead you to one specific conclusion. You can have people who've studied philosophy their entire lives and they can still completely disagree on on fundamental aspects of, of reality, right? What I mean by this is I could spend every waking moment researching the actual state of the world, politics, philosophy, society, whatever, and I'm, I'm no longer convinced that would necessarily make me happier. Might make me more informed, but it could even make me unhappier, right? I, I'm more interested in pursuing things that I can see have, will have some tangible benefit to my life. Knowledge for knowledge's sake, or pursuing answers to questions that may actually be unanswerable in regards to the philosophy, I don't think is a good use of my time anymore. I look at the, the years that I spent debating like religion and listening to all these philosophical debates and stuff as, well, interesting at the time, not necessarily very practical. Like everything doesn't have to be practical, I recognize that, but because I'm not actively pursuing these topics in my own free time, I have less to talk about and I'm less interested in it as, as I'm trying to explain. When I used to talk about this stuff, I was either at that time actually engaged with this material in my spare time or I had recently stopped that so a lot of those thoughts were still permeating uh, moving around uh, my my head and that just isn't the case these days so ethics liability a changing of interests and I guess the fourth one I guess doing things this way is just more rewarding and fits better with the content that I produce now as this person points out I'm not speed running for six seven hours anymore I don't need to have random conversations about random topics or whatever to, to fill empty air or to, to potentially entertain myself during a, a boring part of the speedrun. I'm more comfortable just doing this, you know, as its own thing. And then when I'm playing games, just entirely focusing on the entertaining thing that I'm doing, doing in the game. As well, in regards to YouTube content, if I have a live stream of some game that's going to be made into YouTube content and all throughout that I'm talking about some controversial political topics, you know, that can impact how well that video is going to do on YouTube because that has to be edited around. And if something important is happening on screen and I'm rambling about something unrelated, that important thing can be missed. And, and it just harms the eventual YouTube video, the, the YouTube videos that do generate most of my income and, and, and most of my growth. And so it's just, for that reason, reward. Another reason why things have changed. And I guess maybe if there is a fifth reason, category of reasons, I just care far less. Not to talk about it again. While again, I've forgiven Charlie and I think we're cool and all that now, I, I will reiterate again, that whole experience with my essay being taken out of context, people not giving a shit what I actually said, dogpiling on me on like, in like every single place imaginable. When you get dogpiled on by the internet and no one has any interest as to what you've said or why you're doing what you've done or who you are, whatever, but just hates you because of some perception given to them by someone else, it changes how you see people in ways that are not positive. Everything just seems so fake and the truth just doesn't seem to matter. And you recognize that there's nothing you can do to change things. And coming to terms with this aspect of reality has has not done me well mentally. I question to what degree I can have any impact on the world, that I can actually change things. And so like having a long form argument with someone about a matter of policy, it just doesn't seem worth the time. Surely it must matter to some small tiny degree, right? But it's just when you don't appear to be having much of an impact, and you can see others out there having an even larger impact against what you're trying to achieve, it's very hard to continue. It's like you're trying to push a very, very large boulder up a mountain, and anytime you even move it a tiny amount, 
it like rolls back down and puts you even further away from the mountain. It just, eventually you just stop pushing the boulder up the mountain, right? You just go find other stuff that is more worthy of your time. When I make videos, say on reaction content, like this most recent recent one here, how creators justify being exploited by reactors featuring Necrit and Asmongold, I don't really think that they're likely going to have much of an impact. To what degree I'm interested in the topic, it's more because of like, I don't know the the dynamics of it, the, the system dynamics of it, the, the uh, um, psychology of it, the, the, the interactions between people and, and how they interface with these social media systems. Like that, the topic is interesting to me, irrespective of whether I'm really going to have an impact in regards to the issue. And that's how I'm able to write on it. But even those interests have waned over time. As I feel myself becoming more, I guess, mentally closed off to the world, I am less interested in what is going on or why or people in general as excursions into the wider world have just seen me get kicked in the face repeatedly, it has made me want to be more emotionally, personally secluded. Away from people and the potential negative ramifications that can that can happen from being open and honest. So I guess maybe you can say that the last reason things have changed is emotional reasons. I, I feel I have been kicked in the face a lot and I don't like being kicked in the face. I think someone typed that evil prevails when good men do nothing. To some degree, my ability to seclude myself from the goings-on of the world and be indifferent to them is a matter of what they would call privilege. Because I'm in a fortunate circumstance in life, I can choose to be less interested in these things. Because the goings-on of the world are less likely to impact my own well-being and my own security. And that's not lost on me. It is a selfish thing to not want to attempt to improve the world, even if it's just for other people's well-being. But I've tried and it, it, just, it just really sucks. A part of me is like, if I just be good for a couple of years, don't do anything particularly controversial, build up a brand, build up some influence, then, then I can use the influence to actually make a difference. At the level I'm at now, I don't feel like I can, but maybe if I was just 10 times as large, you know. But if, if I get to that position, will I even be willing to risk my standing to do that anymore? It's already hard enough saying something that I feel like anyone should agree with. And it's just so obvious. But then receiving pushback on it and reading comments and being like, this is like the dumbest shit I've ever read in my life. This, this person actually believes these things. I, I know what I'm saying there. It's just maybe a part of it as well. If there isn't even another category, how many categories is that? Seven? Self-doubt is something I've always had. I, I never want to think of myself as like above other people in some respects. Being aware of psychological biases, for example, doesn't mean that you're above them, that you aren't, aren't going to fall victim to them. I have many times upon reflection, upon doing something, I've gone, ah, you know, I probably fallen victim to X, Y, and Z, or that wasn't really well-reasoned, or I was just being emotional. That was a dumb thing to do. Like I, I am flawed. I am flawed like everyone else. I never want to think of myself above other people. But over time, being on the internet, it is impossible to not come away with some impression that you're better than other people. I've never wanted to have these feelings, but I can't deny to myself that those feelings have crept in over time. The more unbelievably stupid things that I've seen people write and sincerely believe, the hordes of people who will support something. And I'll look at and go, oh, there's like 10,000 people who have liked this tweet. Oh, let me look into the, the basis of this. And I, I do like one Google search or I, I click through the, the link that the person's put and I, I like actually just read the article. Or I find the source of the article. I'm like, nothing in this tweet is supported by the article or the source of the article. Like, I, I there was a time like a couple of days ago where like, I'm not even going to tell you what it's about because I don't want to bring up any controversy or whatever, but it was like, a link to a link to a blog to a blog to a link to a link and it just, it just went on like this and then finally I found the study that was apparently what caused this tweet so far buried back said nothing nothing like what the person was saying and I'm like how do so many people just see this and just believe it instantly and just have no 
like, I just, like, if, you, if you've ever noticed in my personality, I'm a person who's more likely to attribute things that I achieve to external forces or be the first person to admit all the things that I did not control that influenced my, my likelihood of success or what have you. I, I'm, I'm always making excuses for my success rather than just being like, yeah, I'm the greatest ever. Or at least, I mean, I, I jokingly do that sometimes because it's a, 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 a funny thing, but when I'm speaking seriously. But over time, like I've just had to, I had to come to accept that all the things in my early life that I had dismissed that suggested that I was, you know, at least a little bit above average. I had to accept that those things I can't just keep dismissing because people as a mass keep letting me down in, in, in so many different ways. And I, I don't like what's become of me where I have a lesser opinion of the collective mass of society than I ever have before. I think this is a universal experience that everyone is perceiving everyone else in a lesser way. Maybe I'm just being biased because we, we are biased to, to believing people are more like ourselves, right? You know, but I don't like perceiving the collective mass as, as stupid. It's, it's a disconcerting feeling. It feels as though that it doesn't matter. Like if, if I do a bunch of research and I get to the bottom of something and I find the truth of some matter and I communicate it, whether or not it's going to be accepted will have nothing to do with how well I argue my perspective. And it will have everything to do with whether people like me as a person and whether what I'm saying conforms to the, the particular perspective that the, the average person has on that issue and what they want to believe. So feeling that it's more, that discourse is more just appealing to the uh, emotional underpinnings of people's positions rather than the actual truth of positions, it makes me feel as though pursuing truth, actually, actually doing research doesn't really matter. So as an example, this video by Nakrit, amazingly flawed. It's insane to me that even the average person who thought about what he's saying for like, you know, 15 minutes wouldn't be able to reach that conclusion. Even if they didn't have my same perspective, I would have assumed that the average person would see the problems with what he's saying. It's the same thing I feel about the other video that I'll eventually be addressing, which is the video from Mad Season. This video, incredibly flawed, amazingly flawed, but still has overwhelming likes, as the Nikrit's video. We, we, we can look at like the video by Gabby Bell, literally one of the dumbest videos I've, I've ever seen by anyone, right? It has some dislikes now because of my video, but it was, this was a highly, highly reviewed video where everyone's just like, oh, this, you're so brilliant, Gabby. But this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. But the mass, the horde is like, yes, queen slay. The more I see these things, things that aren't even a matter of politics, aren't even, it's it, 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 just, just people presenting amazingly stupid things in amazingly stupid ways and no one seeming to care or pick up on it. I can't help but continue to, to see the decline in my perspective of other people, right? I make excuses. I recognize that the average person isn't particularly interested in, in the topic. They're just, they're just listening to it like it's background noise. They're not thinking about it too hard. It's, it's like the fifth video in between like 15 videos they're watching that day. They're not going to think about that that deeply, but there's only so long I can make these excuses to try to maintain this, this sort of delusion that I don't even want to say that, that, that the average person is smart, right? I suppose you could say my trust that arguments matter has just died. So sitting around arguing about anything feels fairly pointless. Unless I personally feel very passionate about the topic and I'm more arguing because I find it interesting or, or trying to thought out my, think of, uh, sort out my own thought processes, right? I think there's a lot of this is horrible to say. If you take the internet as your reference for the intellect of the average person, then that conclusion seems obvious to us. I say that as well as an excuse very often myself, where I say the average person on the internet who has a lot of time to be on social media and stuff is traditionally younger. It's not like I'm talking to a bunch of 34 year olds, for example, like that is just the dominant audience. Like you should expect that a person who is I know, 16 years old or something is not going to be not going to be able to recognize necessarily faulty arguments just immediately on the fly. These arguments I do make, 
but they just don't hold as much water as they used to. I see people mid-20s, uh, early 30s having the exact same issues all the fucking time. This isn't to say say that aren't very smart people. This isn't to say I'm the smartest person alive. It isn't to say that I don't make mistakes myself. It is just my belief that discourse is dominated by good arguments is gone. I don't think that for a second. This is already something that has had frayed over the years. I did take a psych course and it's, it's very hard to keep that conclusion after that. <laughs> but it seems if I really want to change people's minds to have some influence, I just need to have influence, have people like me want people to maintain positive perceptions of myself and just present things in ways that are entirely designed to target people's emotional feelings. Let me give you an example. So I want to talk about this video from Tyler Oliveira. 12 million views. I investigated the country where every drug is legal. Everything about this title is wrong. Everything in this video is wrong. It is misleading, obviously propaganda, complete bullshit from start to finish. It's got 12 million views. It is a 14 minute video perfectly designed to lie at every turn to attack specifically a certain group of people's emotional feelings on a topic. This video, this type of video, will do more to change minds than a million video essays. It, it just, the, the stuff I make will never have the kind of impact that this will have. And if I'm not willing to play the game to win, what the fuck am I doing? Who am, who am I kidding myself that writing these essays and arguing for things really matters? This video as well, another one that I wanted to write something on. LASIK eye surgery ruined my life. I think I did end up writing something for this and it might come out in rambles. This video too, complete bullshit. From start to finish, the most obvious piece of propaganda I've ever seen. It's, it's still at 1.4 million views, 100,000 likes, overwhelmingly positive reception. Even people in the comments who are like, huh, this is entirely different from my experience with LASIK surgery. Well, I guess I, 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 got, I got lucky. <laughs> and you just go, wow, what have I been doing? Why the fuck have I spent all my time learning things or trying to find any possible counter argument and, and counter that counter argument in, in my own, own writings, my own presentation? I could just assert everything under the fucking sun and probably the same amount of people would believe me. Like I sometimes question why I do these ramble videos at all. And I guess a part of it is just I, I enjoy it. I'm not really concerned about the overall impacts or changing of minds or whatever anymore. I, I, I don't think. Me, a part of me still is. But it's mainly just because it, it, it's just fun to sit here and, and, and ramble a bit about topics that I've seen that of interest to me. And so when this person says, does anyone else feel like rambles is semi-fueled by Twitter at this point? And it is, because the main place I see things that are of interest to me is on Twitter, where a lot of conversations happen. Well, I believe you have made me think about the whole reaction scene. I'm very grateful for the years you do. I have changed minds. As has the crit with his very badly presented video. As has Mad Season with his very badly presented, very poorly argued video. As does Asmongold every single day when he spams out 57 reaction videos. As did the Ackman when he made a video that was entirely contradictory, poorly argued, and very strange. Another video that I want to talk about. All around me, there are people who are having their minds changed about the topic of reaction content, and I've clearly not won that battle. And the tools that I brought to that battle, fucking essays, is not the equipment you want to win. But that's the stuff I like making, the like stuff I, it feels more honest, it feels more real, it, but that's not how you win the social game. To win that game, I have to just become more popular, more influential, and then just assert from the hilltops that this is the way things are. But I don't, I, I, I'm, I don't feel like I have the energy or strength to get there. Like, I don't think I'm good enough at this job to get there. It sucks that it's almost like regardless of where you get in life, you always feel so powerless to do anything because everything that isn't you will always be astronomically larger. Like the richest person in the world, if they tried to like fund like a part of the US government in terms of what they spend on welfare like every year or something, they'd, they'd, be, they'd be poor in less than a year. They'd be broke. It just, 
everything just seems so large. <laughs> and you always feel small, regardless of how big you become, you know? And like when I see like just regular everyday people who still have passion to try to change the world and stuff, I, I, I envy that so much. I miss being that way. You got to realize what you want in life. It dawned on me yesterday, was the day before. I have no long-term goals, zero. There is nothing that I want. I, of course, have short-term goals in regards to content that I want to make and fixing my health issues and hiring people to fix more stuff on my house, but I don't have huge aspirations. I don't really want to start a family. I, I don't have any interest in, in those sorts of things. You seem obsessed with staying busy. Life can be just chill sometimes. I think my problem has been in terms of you know, my potentially not being as happy right, uh, right now in the last couple of weeks is because I've just been chilling. I like being busy. I like doing stuff. And not having energy to do stuff that I want to do is so amazingly frustrating. And when I don't sleep well, the sort of feelings that you see me presenting right now is, is my norm, where I just feel so run down by the world and, and everything just feels so pointless. Do you even want long-term goals? I think long-term goals is an important thing. To not only have short-term goals, but to have some idea where you want to be, say, in five years. Very last point, very last point, very, very last point. I don't feel very good at this. I don't think I'm good at commentary or rambling or what have you. I don't think I'm very good at speaking at all. I look a bit better because of the massive amount of editing that goes into the videos that go up on YouTube. But take this video, this video where I responded to Nakrit's video. The essay took a, a week, maybe. Changed little bits and pieces there, here or there, changed them when I was recording it into a camera, changed bits and pieces. But like, in terms of recording it into a camera, speaking into a camera, there was 11 hours and 13 minutes of footage of just me speaking to get a 48 minute video. Like I did intentionally do multiple takes sometimes, but it took so long to say things correctly. And I did it sentence by sentence. I'm just not a person who can memorize lines and then speak them into a camera. And when speaking, I often stutter over my words and have to start again and like speaking has never been my strong suit. How the fuck did I get into this career? So long story short, those are like the nine reasons why rambles have changed. <laughs> I hope I did not come across as being too elitist because I think you run that risk when you belittle the masses on social media or, or some such. I don't think I'm all that great chat. Anyone who probably listened to me over these years would recognize that I, 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 I don't think of myself that highly, right? But I think it's less that the perception of myself has changed over the years in that I've elevated myself above other people. And it's more that my perception of other people has just lowered. <laughs> so I've stayed here and people have just, you know, I never wanted it to be that way. Stop. Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.